Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Bush and Richie here with another podcast for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're here with another podcast for you. There's all sorts of stuff in this particular show. Uh, we've got, uh, there's a bit of scandal. Would you say there's scandal Skull in this show? Duggery, bit of whiffery. We can't really say what it is, but I reckon you might work it out. Spot it for yourselves. <laughs> From a mile off. Yep. Uh, what else is in this show? Um... Some really bad punnery. Quite bad punnery. I get um, something spectacularly wrong in the world of foreign languages as well, which took me straight back to my GCSE days because that's what I mainly did. What grade did you get, French GCSE, for example? C. As good as I could possibly get. We're going on a holiday uh, this summer. France. <laughs> I've been trying. I, this, that's why it's so hurtful. What you're about to hear is so hurtful because every night when I've been going home on the train, I'm listening to a flipping French tape. Are you? Yeah, and then I describe really? it as the United States. Well, you're fine, Adam. Uh, here we go. Podcast. It's underway. Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I'm so excited. I went round the corner just before the show and I've got myself a bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride my bike. I want to ride my bike. I meant me cycling during this bit. <laughs> Laughing insanely. <laughs> it's not a very good bike, it's the cheapest one in there. It's not a very good bike. A new bike is a good bike. I, do you know what? I think you're right. Even if it's like a really cheap bike, mine's a cheap bike because you can spend some silly money on bikes. Yeah. But I, it's just the fact that I got a new bike just makes me feel like um, I feel like full of energy. Do you, you know what I mean? Bouncing off the walls. Uh, you have been since the moment I've seen you this afternoon. There's been this excitement in you, but I'm not surprised. I say that a bicycle is one of those items that no matter what your age, yeah. whether you're four or 40, you're excited about a brand new bike. It is. It's an exciting thing. And I mean, I have a bike that I cycle to work, which is a fold-up one, which makes me look like the bloke from W1A. <laughs> so that's kind of work. But this is more of like a, I don't know, a bike that you would sort of ride down South End Seafront on with the, the wind blowing in my hair, that kind of thing. A midlife crisis bike. Yeah, a little bit like a midlife crisis. I'll sign myself up for a tough mudder <laughs> and we'll see what happens in 2019. <laughs> but you've got a point there. Items of excitement. I would add to that list, all right, so the kind of item that no matter what your age you're yeah. excited about, for me personally, sounds really simple here, a brand new ball. Oh, God, yes. If you give me a brand new, it doesn't matter what type. Yeah, any type. Brand new football, brand new cricket ball. Little, really? Little, little tiny Coca-Cola football, do you remember them with the Coca-Cola kids? If it's new, it's exciting. One brand new tennis ball that hasn't got all fuzzed up, still bounces. To me, exciting. Item of excitement. Item of excitement. If there's anything for you that's an item of excitement, let us know now, 8, 12, 15. Bobby Jones says, my orange socks, and he sent us a photo of his orange socks. Do you know what? Brand new socks. I'd agree with Bobby. Item of excitement. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Actually, I've just had to write the day and put it folded on the side of the desk here. This isn't a rare occurrence. <laughs> it happens often, and for me, it's a little bit of a red light. When oh. Bush has to write down Thursday, I know it's going to be one of those days. Generally, they're good fun days. You never know quite what you're going to get. Plus, I'm bouncing off the wall because I've got a bicycle. Exactly. Uh, we're talking about items of excitement. Is there one thing, no matter how old you are, that just fills you with joy if you're anywhere near it? Ashin Woking correctly texts and says bubble wrap. Oh, dude, I love a bit of bubble wrap. Still. Bubble wrap's great. We've had quite a few texts about stationery. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Some people really get off on a bit of stationery, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Uh, definitely. That is definitely stationery. And also, Rich in Warwickshire says new work boots. 
New work boots. I mean, I don't get that because obviously we're pres- we're DJs. We don't need. But wouldn't work it be boots. great if if there was a standard uniform and we got fitted <laughs> out with boots for this job? It'd be so good. Absolute Radio, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Imagine me cycling back tonight with this music. Do you know, but you know when people do on horses where they lean forwards onto it and hug the horse as it runs across the beach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a Lloyd's TSB advert. So this is one of these sort of road bikes, which is very aerodynamic. I'm seeing you as Chris Boardman. Who's Chris Boardman? It's Stan's brother. <laughs> Chris Boardman was a famous cyclist. I've never heard of him. He won a gold medal, I think. Really? Yeah, with like a jazzy helmet. This is the thing. I'm, I, I'm, I've got a cheap bike. This is a very expensive bike. Because right. I'm only going to break it. Because I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm doubting myself now that Chris Boardman is a decent biking reference. Should we have a little look? You keep going. I'm check. I know there was a Scouse comedian called Stan Boardman. Or yeah, I yeah, think yeah that's still. Stan, not Chris. We'll find out in a second. Individual gold medal, 1992 Summer Olympics. Well done, Richie Fur. Thank you. But we're talking about items of excitement. Is there something, no matter how old you are, still fills you with joy to this day? Peter Knight says, guys, for me, it's got to be my Nerf gun. That's a good shout. My son loves them, and I've got a great excuse to keep buying them, he no says. No matter what the age of Nerf gun, that's exciting. Lee says, camping equipment. I love a new tent and all the little gadgets, like my glow-in-the-dark tent pegs. Very good. Living the dream. Uh, Benjamin has uh, tweeted a picture of this slip-and-slide that he has bought. It's massive, and he's 32. Just to clarify, because I didn't know what this was, slip-and-slide is like a thing you put on your garden floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very, very long piece of sort of like paddling pool that you then put a hose on and it gets slippy and you slide down. Imagine a neighbour who who lives on his own, he's 30 (laughs) on, and he's got one of them. (laughs) Uh, Right, this is going to be interesting. Uh, John from Wales is on the line. Oh, yeah. Imagine that in inverted commas, right? Because I don't think it's his real name. Uh, and I think he's just bought an item of excitement, but maybe not everyone knows about it. John, tell us what's going on. Hey, I've got to be quite quiet, actually, because my missus is wandering around. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's uh, it's an electric longboard. Um, wow. So it's quite quick, scarily quick. So how much bigger than um, a normal skateboard is an electric, is a longboard type thing? So a longboard is, I think, about 38 inches long. That's long. That is long. A a, a normal skateboard is probably 28, something like that. Wow. And are you a normal skateboarder, Uh, John? Are you a skateboarder (laughs) normally? (laughs) (laughs) Um, A little bit, not massively, which is obviously where this kind of the scare factor comes into it. Now, you may Um, or may not be called John, but how old are you, John? I'm 45 years old. (laughs) Wow. So is this a late-night YouTubing thing that got you into this? How has this slide uh, happened? Um, I, I describe myself as a serial hobbyist. Right. Good man. I flip from hobby to hobby, and I think all men of a certain age absolutely have to do that, else, um, you know, we go mad, quite frankly. No, I, I totally um, agree. And how much is this thing that your wife doesn't know about that you've bought? It's £450. <laughs> wow. Oh. John. Unbelievable. John is going to be part of the FBI witness relocation project <laughs> yeah. after this. And every single Hometime listener will happily take you in. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not Hometime anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Hi, Bush and Richie. I'm of excitement for me has always been a 50p coin. 50p coin? I used to watch the Queen's nose when I was little, and ever since then I always get a little giddy when I get a 50p, especially the special ones, and guess what? I save them. Am I sand? Who knows? Big loves, a 50p collecting 28-year-old. 
Fair enough. Horses for courses. Don't think I've ever got excited about 50p, whether I was young or indeed old. Although you do get sometimes a little bit giddy, and I'm not saying you, but I think people do, when you get uh, a coin from, like, a country you can't identify. Or indeed a brand new coin, you just think, in yeah, fairness. It's yes. going to be worth a few, Bob, this. Don't have a name attached to this one, but I get it. No matter how old, I, I do always still look if I see a digger. <laughs> that is great. I love that. The joy. Dave Thompson says a new dog. He sent a photo of his new dog. Okay. Lovely dog. Uh, and then Haybush and Richie, one of the best feelings of excitement is in the winter when you put your undercrackers on the radiator whilst you have a shower. Putting them on once you've dried is sheer bliss. <laughs> Doosley well, don't have nightmares. Post time with Bush and Richie. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. A couple of people have been saying that the best bit about this is me pretending to be into Bon Jovi. That actually hurts. <laughs> Go on the Bon Jovi fan forum. Bon Jovi 75. Come and say hello. Is That's that me. you? That's me. Oh, you love them. I see your comments. Yeah, I'm all... I'm, Massive fan. I, I'm a moderator. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, thanks. Anyway... I was out of the car uh, earlier this morning before coming into work this afternoon and uh, a painter-decorator van went past and I saw the van and thought, I ain't ever using you. Whoa, what did he do? <laughs> because the sign writing on the side of the van was Comic Sans. Oh, dear. And I have a rule in life that I will not use any service that uses <laughs> Comic Sans as its font. Now, that isn't just sign writing on the side of a van. OK. That could be a menu. If you get some kind of... Generally, obviously, not in, like, a posh restaurant, but if you get, like, some kind of takeaway menu put through the door... If I looked at that and saw Comic Sans, really? immediately, that's out. So Comic Sans is the fun knockabout type font that you would get on the side of a bouncy castle kind of van. Do you know what I mean? That I would not book. That, so I, I, I'm with you on definitely not going with the painter and decorator because, you know, that's his thing. His thing is, is art and the look and colour. Exactly. And he can't even get that right. However, I do believe Comic Sans to be the very crux of the local small <laughs> deli or cake shop. One more click on a drop-down, you could use another font. It's that simple. Time's, Come on. Time to Roman. Who's consciously gone with that? They ain't ever getting my money. Courier's just a spin of a wheel away, isn't it? It's a bit of an irrational ban, but for me, I live my life like that. I think we all have them. Yeah, like stuff metaphorically you wouldn't have in the house. Like for me, and I've declared this uh, in our house, that we're not buying any more cheap bin bags. <laughs> Because honestly, I, I put I took the bins out the other day and it just literally fell apart. Everything was like holes everywhere. So I've decreed that we're not having cheap bin bags in the house anymore. I've banned them. We're only buying good because if you buy cheap, you buy twice. Do you know what? I think there's logic to that. Yeah. I would I would doubt a little bit whether that's irrational. I don't even think it is irrational. <laughs> I think I, I'm I'm standing by you on your ban. Maybe we should get rid of irrational then. Yeah. Just what have you banned? <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's very interesting to see all the diversity of things that people dislike and have banned. Listen to this. Chelsea chef Mick Wiles says, Things you won't have or do, I don't and won't have a red item of clothing in my house as I work and cook for the Chelsea team. And I support them. So red is a no-no. So much that my brother-in-law bought me a retro Swiss tracksuit top for Christmas. It being red, I politely thanked him and put it into the charity shop the next day. In brackets, Boxing Day. Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> he says, no comic sans, a laugh in your face. Red is a no-no in my house. Wow, strong stuff. Wow. Uh, Sabrina, hanging on, where are you standing on this big Comic Sans debate, Sabrina? I despise the font. I don't care 
if you're top of the range person, I will not use you as a supplier if you use that font. Right, so do you do a job where you then would, would make judgment decisions on this and spend money, is that right? Yes, I spend money. I, I'm a buyer. I contract suppliers to do business for me. And, and Sabrina, where, where is there a legitimate place in society for Comic Sans? Church newsletters, <laughs> primary schools. <laughs> yeah, anyone talking that needs to talk in simple language. Okay, so if you were to have an order come through or someone trying to get business off you and it's in Comic Sans, they're going out the window. Delete. 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 Wow. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Emma Jones from the Dave Berry Breakfast Show mentioned this early on. Lovely Emma Jones on her holidays. Uh, she did a great tweet at the airport, and I thought that was absolutely spot on. And her tweet was as follows. She asked, is there anything that screams Brits abroad more than a Boots carrier bag? <laughs> uh, and she's clearly sat in a Jordanian arrivals lounge with all her stuff stuffed into a Boots bag. And she's got a point. So I thought this might be quite a fun game for this part of the show. Complete the sentence. Nothing screams Brits abroad more than dot, dot, dot. Complete the sentence. <laughs> Very good. Uh, for me, I chuck in calling the barman by an English name that isn't actually his name, <laughs> like John. I think if you see a, a side on a table of garlic bread and you're abroad, you know it's a Brit. There's something about garlic bread abroad, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, there I don't is, even yeah. have it that much here, but no, for some I reason I can't get enough of it abroad. Yeah. <laughs> can't get enough of the stuff. Uh, you can go on Facebook. We've had it on Facebook for the past half an hour or so, and there's some brilliant stuff coming in. Or you can drop us a text, 8 12 15. Nathan says, uh, clapping at someone who drops a plate in a restaurant. <laughs> Loving that. <laughs> There's another clapping one that Andrew has suggested, and I'm going to have to defend this. I recognise it, clapping when the plane lands. Oh, that is so British. You don't but... see the Germans doing that, do you? <laughs> no, but let's not get down on ourselves here. I think I think that is something to be saluted, all right? Flight is still a miracle, all right? And when the pilot touches that plane down successfully, they deserve a round of applause. Listen, if we could go back to our car co-pilot pilot thing from yesterday's show, <laughs> yeah. if I gave you a round of applause and a pat on the back when you finally parked up. You'd say that the wrong way, wouldn't you? <laughs> like I wouldn't trust you. Uh, Sharon says, egg and chips and a pint in 30 plus degrees. These are fantastic. <laughs> Complete the sentence. Is there anything that screams Brits abroad more than dot, dot, dot? The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. So asking you to think back to your holidays that you've had abroad and complete this sentence. Nothing screams Brit abroad like dot, dot, dot. Uh, I'm going to chuck another one in, right? Nothing screams Brits abroad like nicking stuff from the breakfast buffet. <laughs> My family do that all the time. What you do is you, if they've got, like, croissants out or whatever for a continental breakfast, put them in napkins and then have them down the beach later on. It's <laughs> unbelievable. That's not stealing. No, it's technically there for the, the breakfast, isn't it? There's no, 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 disagree. It's disagree. there for the breakfast. You could just have it a bit later on. You could take it from the breakfast buffet, <laughs> all right, then have loaded up on the hot food as well, and then about 15 minutes later be like, ah, I've got too much here. There's no, there's, there's no difference in saving that croissant for later than if you didn't have it at breakfast. 
I just think it's, it's part of your breakfast. That's part of the spread for breakfast. You, have, defend- it, you have it later on when you want. I'm defending a lot of these things here. I'm getting a bit of clog from people about the clap in the pilot. Marcus saying that's the pilot's job. Yeah. It's the equivalent of giving the Ben men a round of applause for a successful, a successful bin dump and return. I will do that next time, though. I'd love to do that. Uh, Nick says, ask him for toast or tea with milk. You do always want a bit of toast on the side. There's quite don't a you? few uh, food-based ones. Simon's saying, asking where to get a Sunday roast in the blazing heat. And Christopher <laughs> Basing your holiday on the price of a pint. For example, it was two euros a pint. I they are always obsessed with that. <laughs> and here's one. Pete says getting up at three in the morning and then putting towels on sunbeds. We've always thought it's the Germans, right? Last holiday I went to Kefalonia, it was the Brits that were the worst. <laughs> Should be ashamed of themselves. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Nothing says Brits abroad like finding Cadbury's chocolate fingers in a local grocery and buying them just to see if they taste the same as back home, <laughs> says Yazine. <laughs> I would do weird? that. It's weird how people have to find out, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Even if you're not that bothered with it normally. Uh, well, the, uh, was it Richard and Lola says driving the hire car to a supermarket and buying British food? <laughs> Uh, Cookie says, seeing grown men walking around the local shops in just a comfy pair of Speedos. Have to say, that would be me. Do you do that? Yeah. Being abroad... Cover yourself up, ..gives man. me a greater body confidence. I would not do that. <laughs> Obviously not do that. Here. But abroad, you think you look fine. What kind of holidays have you been going on? <laughs> um, this one here says, uh, a child pushing their own child in a buggy with one hand while smoking with the other. There's always, there's always a bit of that, and there's always, like, someone... Like a mum or a dad stressed out pushing a kid who's too big for the buggy around. <laughs> be quiet, Jaden. I told you, Jaden, be quiet. Uh, Andrew Morris says, spending the day getting smashed in an Irish pub, then in the evening trying it on with a girl from the many hen parties, only to end up with the mouthy one from Manchester who necks a pint quicker than you and can definitely hit harder as well. Not so excited about going on holiday now. <laughs> Let's just not go on the edge. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Today we are uh, giving away tickets to see Bon Jovi in Coventry. pair of tickets for this on the line now, hoping to win those tickets. First off is Sue in South Sea. Hi. You all right, Sue? Yeah, good, thank you. What are you doing tonight after this? Uh, sitting in the garden till the sun goes down, I reckon. Oh, wow. Nice. Richie's just got a new um, turf done in his garden. Have you got anything fancy in your garden? I've Well, we moved into our new home about eight months ago, so I've just completely re-landscaped the garden. I'm just finishing it off now. In eight so. months? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm. And what's, what's the main thing? What's the centrepiece of your landscaping, Sue? Oh, I've got a lovely solar solar fountain and trees and everything. So the hanging on. gardens of Babylon Incredible there. Incredible scenes. Yeah. Let's find yeah. out whether Alex in Coventry can top Sue's garden. Hello. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> it's a no. Oh, oh, I can. I can. Uh, go oh, on then, go Alex. On. What have you got going on out the back, so to speak? A, a, a tree, a tree house down the back for the kids. Yeah. They they can they can play on to their heart's content. So. They, Impressive. Always wanted a treehouse. Did you build the treehouse, Alex? I did, yeah. Wow, what a brilliant dad. I'm very impressed. Unbelievable. Solar fountains, treehouses, but we must move on. 
Exactly. <laughs> got unslayable power in there, yes. Uh, right, let's play. Uh, let's play who dares wins and indeed who claims wins. But you might as well dare anyway. I think that's a different organisation. Radio's premier SAS combat competition. <laughs> Okay, here's the rules. We're going to give you a random topic that has many possible answers. Sue, you will have to say how many answers you think you can give in 30 seconds. Alex, you will then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Sue. And whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that. And if that player manages it, they win the tickets. And if they don't, they don't win the tickets. It's revolutionary. That's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. So let's play Who Claims Wins. Sue, how many American states do you think you can name in 30 seconds? Ten. Ten. Ten for Sue. Alex, do you think you can name more, or do you want to challenge Sue to do her ten? I think I can do eleven. Eleven. It's eleven for Alex. Sue, back with you. Do you reckon you can do more than eleven, or do you want to challenge Alex to do his eleven? I reckon I can do twelve. Twelve for Sue. It's back with you, Alex. I'll, I'll push it to 13. You can push it to 13. This is like high drama at Christie's. It really is. Sue, 13, it's with you now. I'm going to push it to 14. It's 14 for Sue. Alex, it's back with you. Head's gone. OK, 20. <laughs> <laughs> Alex says 20 in 30 seconds. Sue, what are you going to do? Let him do it. Let him do it. Alex, 30 seconds starts now. California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Missouri, Nebraska, Nevada, Ohio, Oklahoma, North Dakota, North Carolina, New York, New Mexico, Kansas, uh, Arkansas, Arizona, Alaska. Time's up. Alabama. Time is up. Flipping. Time is up. Looking at our judge who is just doing some frantic counting here. I've turned his line down. I think he's still naming states. (laughs) Alex over there. Well, one of the most dramatic episodes of Who Claims Wins. What a jump there from 14 right the way to 20. I know, quite astonishing. 20 was what was claimed. 25 was what's delivered. (laughs) Congratulations, Alex. Thank you very much. You are off to go and see Bon Jovi in Coventry. Well, that's great. My, my wife's going to be absolutely over the moon because she absolutely loves it. Brilliant. He hasn't got a solar fountain, but you are going to see Bon Jovi. Well done. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Gorgeous day, blue sky, sunshine, lovely evening. Hope you've had a good day. Hope you've had a better day than Michael Rice. Uh, You may not be familiar with the name Michael Rice. I don't know who he is. Uh, The whole of Europe is uh, familiar with the name Michael Rice uh, because he sung the uh, UK's entry into the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, he had a howler, didn't he? Howler. I'm afraid he did have a howler uh, because... uh, uh, his song, Bigger Than Us, uh, unfortunately came last in this year's Eurovision. Poor old Mikey Rice. But sometimes in life, just when you think it couldn't get any worse, it gets worse. 
And that's what's happened to Michael Rice today. How can it be any worse than coming last <laughs> in the Eurovision? So, he got 16 points in Saturday's final. Not which, great. Which is, is that like pretty much up there with a record? I think it's pretty bad, isn't it? Well, there was, obviously, there were famously, you know, I think there have been acts that have got non point. Non point. But for us, for, for, for us, 16's pretty poor. For the etas you need, that's pretty bad, isn't it? <laughs> very, very good French there. Very Thank good. you very much. Unfortunately, uh, the Eurovision Song Contest have come out today and said that. Uh, there'd been an incorrect calculation uh, and uh, the UK were given five too many points. Oh, no. So it actually wasn't 16 points. Uh, it was 11 points. Should have been the correct correct value. What a body blow for Mikey Rice. So Mikey Rice is bigger than us, which finished last, has just got even more last. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> it's what really is this, bad. What is this retrospective ruling from the Eurovision? It's not like Eurovision VAR or something, do you know uh, what I mean? Uh, apparently the Belarusian jury was dismissed and uh, the incorrect calculation was made. Oh, come on you Belarusians. <laughs> yeah, I Ruin know. it for the rest of us. It's always a small group. It happens in life sometimes. You think it can't get any worse... And then it does. I'll give you an example of it then. Last week, my phone scenario, the farce I've been having with my phone. The space bar stops working on the BlackBerry that I've had for ages, right? Doesn't yeah, yeah, work. Yeah. Buy a new phone, decide to get myself a OnePlus 6 yep. on the day that the OnePlus 7 comes out. <laughs> Just when you think it couldn't get any worse, it does. Your examples, please. Complete that sentence. Just when you thought it couldn't get worse... Finish it off for us, please. 8 12 15 for your texts. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. Here's a song for Bush and his mobile phone. It's a song for Michael Rice and all of his <laughs> points disappearing down the car seat. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Sometimes in life you think it can't get any worse, and then it does. This is what happened to this poor fella on Saturday night at Eurovision. Michael Rice, Bigger Than Us, officially the worst song in Europe, and just got even worse uh, by five more points. Finished last, and then they realised that they've messed up the judging and it got five too many points, even though it finished last. He's had more points deducted than Birmingham City. <laughs> Listen to it. It's almost, listen to the song. It's almost like he knew deep down it was over before it even started. <laughs> so your examples, please, of when you thought it couldn't get any worse than it did. Cheeky from Brad in Lincolnshire, referring back to yesterday, just when you think it can't get worse, can't find my shorts belt. <laughs> Sarah Bootas, <laughs> when you think it can't get any worse and you leave your stool sample on the roof of your car. Oh, right, fair enough. Touché. <laughs> uh, Danielle, lovely Danielle Perry's on the way after this show, has just told us that uh, it couldn't get any worse for her. She bought herself one of those eco cups. You know, all oh, with yeah, the yeah, environment, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. And her mum threw it out in the plastic recycling. They're expensive. That's an eco slap in the face, isn't it? It is. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. We've got a lot of stuff to get through. We've had a lot of clarifications and corrections <laughs> going on. <laughs> uh, so, look, this is what's going on. We're celebrating uh. the fact that the United Kingdom's Eurovision song from Saturday just got even worse. It finished last, uh, but due to a points clarification, it's now finished even more last, wow. if that's possible. Uh, so we're asking you to kind of complete the sentence just when you thought it couldn't be bad enough then what happened? Uh, and I thought I was doing a bit of fancy French by saying Nitas Uni about the United Kingdom mm. but Mike in Southampton says just when it couldn't get any worse Bush tries to speak French and says United States not United <laughs> Kingdom 
Caroline says you just referred to the UK as the United States trying to be French. Hey, it's not the first time we've got things wrong about the United States on this show tonight, is it? Hey? No, it's not. No, I don't think they've ever competed in Eurovision, have they, the States? Well, Australia were in it last time, I looked. <laughs> oh, so right, fair enough. Wait a year and see what happens. Uh, Steve in Northamptonshire text to say, couldn't get any worse. I got caught short when, remarking, uh, when working in a remote location and needed a number two. I founded a secluded area to relieve things. However, on squatting down, I squatted onto a stinging nettle. Found exactly the wrong place to sting me. I jumped up immediately and got a hawthorn spike in the top of my head. Oh, my Lord. As I left the hedgerow rapidly, I got zapped by an electric fence. It's like some mothers do happen. <laughs> and Jenny tweets to say, I missed the bus this morning, only then to rip the backside off my chef pass at 5am. <laughs> <laughs> before finally admitting defeat of a Thursday and allowing it to get me stuck in the lift at work for an hour and missing my bus home. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime standing shoulder to shoulder with Michael Rice, the hapless UK Eurovision entry from him. last weekend. We came last uh, and he's had a further six points deducted overnight uh, due to some miscalculations. So we're even more last uh, than what, we were. What's a good newspaper headline that we need to be having for Michael Rice? His name's Michael Rice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and it's just that he's had a complete nightmare. Is something boiled over? Is his rice overdone? It Is ain't he nice on the night? No, that's really that's, bad. Yeah. It's all rice nice on the night. If now. you can think of a good cooking or rice-based uh, headline that would work with this Michael Rice story, then I think we need to hear it this evening. Give on me the show. five seconds. He's still working on it. Long grain rice. <laughs> that's just naming rice. <laughs> The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. We were trying to come up with some newspaper-style headlines for this story. Unfortunately, uh, what we came up with... Off the top of our heads, wasn't that great? You just said long grain rice. <laughs> just said a type of rice. <laughs> so, luckily, the Absolute Radio listeners have, have absolutely come with some beauties here. Yeah, they have. So, newspaper headlines about this story. Risotto be joking, some, someone says. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Brad Jermski says, UK Eurovision entry goes against the grain. <laughs> like it. Steaming rice... <laughs> Stuck to the bottom of the pot. Bad mathy rice. Oh, that's very, so good. very good. Because it is bad maths. Rob says no more Mr. Rice Guy. Uh, Lee in Surbiton says rice needs pilau to cry on. Steve Elliott says how about rice curries even less favour. <laughs> that's very good. But yeah, yeah. Rice pudding it badly from Mac in Luton. Uh, Mark Johnson says Rice has had his points skimmed. Uh, Rice guys finish last from Cat in Windsor. That could be a clear leader. And Chris says, going back on the pillow theme, Rice cries into his pillow after Nightmare Eurovision. Loving your work. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. I don't know how much more we're going to hear of Bill Bailey. What do you mean? 
You know how he closes our podcast? Oh, phew, I thought he was in ill health or something. No, no, no. As far as I know, he's very, very well. Yeah, OK. Um, he's been closing down our podcast for a while. Yes, he has. I just think, and there's a little bit of secrecy about this, something on the horizon that might mean we don't have too long left of Bill. Right, you mean maybe... We did talk a while ago about me and you getting instruments mm. and playing. Do you think that could be a thing? I think it could be someone else. Somebody else playing instruments? I'm just going to leave it at that. Oh, just this sounds exciting. Just going to leave it at that for now. Just going to leave it at that. Well, I tell you what, dear listeners, I'm also in the dark on this as well, so uh, we excitedly watch this space. Enjoy Bill while he lasts. <laughs> 